this live thing just begun. I just had to break every major traffic rule, all these other things, because the home bunker failed to fire. That's horrible. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Uh, not streaming today because, uh, once again, we are, you know, we're on emergency footing. And uh, But the podcast is available on the free Odyssey app. I've had a moment to reflect. A moment to reflect on, uh, well, you know, many things. And I'm, I'm looking at what happened the other day from the eye of an outsider. Someone who doesn't really, you know, I'm just a conservative looking at this stuff. And, of course, the establishment there in mourning right now for different reasons. Matt Gates says uh, he has ousted Kevin McCarthy. And we're racing to Armageddon, to the epoxy clips. And there's a possibility that the Demo- Republicans could be right because the Democrats helped push McCarthy out, which means only nefarious things. They only do nefarious things. They're, they're never out there going, well, let's do it for the, for the country. There's an even chance that they're uh, also wrong, and uh, that this is the kick in the pants the Republicans might need to understand. They better start choosing America over going along to get along, get along the, the whole status quo, which quo, excuse me, which means globalism. Now, I vote Republican. I have always voted Republican. I've always thought Republican. I've always thought conservatively. It's just part of my upbringing. Even though a bunch of things happened, I have always been that way. There was a time when I was a Republican that I would look at the Democratic side when I was a younger man, and I saw a different thing because, you know, they looked at things differently back in the 70s and the 80s and everything. A thriving benefit, a thriving economy, it benefited all. But... Once you figure out that the Democrats, everybody on the Democrat side, they always have a little ploy, a little plot, a little scheme to break the economy. And they always want to break along racial lines and destroy men and destroy families and children. I began to deeply dislike the Democrats, which for me, the only option was being a Republican. Now, Realizing that doesn't mean that they get my respect. I don't actually like most of them. <laughs> most of them serving in office today, I don't like most of them. Um, they rarely achieve any goals. If they actually go out there and make a promise, they rarely keep a promise. Um, they get out there and talk the talk about the thriving economy and the racial harmony and the strong family and you know an end to the foreign wars and a safe, secure border. But... The Republicans do one of two things. Invariably, they collapse, or sometimes they almost seem to merge with Democrats. Because we did have a guy come along. He promised to build back the economy. He promised to build a wall. He promised to tear down racial barriers. And the Republicans fought him as aggressively as the Democrats did. And the others that weren't actively fighting him never defended him. They just stood back passively and said, well, he's the president. If it hadn't been for the Republicans 
Donald Trump's first term would have been a outrageously successful first term as a president. And uh, he would have been the most successful two-term president in American history. He would have been the re- one that revitalized uh, revitalized the economy, ended Obamacare, sealed the border to all but the legal immigrants. It would have been interesting to see what he did with the LGBT thing. And I know he didn't actually uh, campaign to end all of that because that wasn't going on. That wasn't trendy just yet. But he was quite the overwhelming force. But these uh, Vichy Republicans we have in place, and, you know, to an extent, McCarthy was one of them. They're loyal to D.C. They're loyal to corporations. They're loyal to a global interest and not to you and me. And the Obamacare uh, nonsense, that was a very good, it was a really big uh, eye-opener for me because watching them do the, the political theater for as long as they did, and then when they had a chance to actually turn back that clock, they did not. And, uh, well, then we gave them Congress. We were told we had to give them Congress. So we gave them Congress, and they couldn't even pass a bill. Cycle repeated in 2012 and 2014, it repeated in 2016, the cycle repeated. It's true that Obama would have vetoed a bill repealing Obamacare, but the point is the Republicans didn't even bother to make a symbolic vote. So they talk it, but they never try. And that's because Republicans are, see, Democrats understand that politics is a team sport. Republicans look at it as a team sport in the same vein as being a wrestler. While they, they, they're the single people that get out on the mat and they pursue their true agenda. Democrats, on the other hand, they think, they think with one brain, one thought process. In, in, a, in a fire team, that is a lovely, lovely attribute to have in play because everybody knows what's going on. The problem is that while we're sitting here, we're not asking ourselves the very fundamental question. What do we gain? Sometimes when you don't have anything to gain, it just makes me wonder why we do it. Now, McCarthy was of the Vichy class, side that, you know, he sides up with the leftists, the anti-family, the anti-child agenda. I get it. And he's not going to run again. So in a in a, in an interesting way, that sort of makes me wonder about McCarthy because if he were really convi- a man of conviction concerning this particular, you know, the the third in line in ascension to the presidency, he's not very uh, he's not very he's not feeling really righteous about this, is it? He's decided just to do it. So Matt Gates got with some Democrats, and they have ousted the speaker. They have now. Matt Gates does not want to be speaker. I fully would have understood that if Matt Gates had said, "As speaker, I will do this." He did not. I just knocked off my flag too. He did not. He, he didn't get out there and do it. As a matter of fact, what we're going to see out of Matt Gates is we're going to see Matt Gates get out there, and uh, he's going to run for governor of Florida. That's what he set himself up for here. That's what I think. But, you know, anyway, just my thought looking in. I'm just trying to, you know, consider all the variables. 
One of the variables in Portland now is they've been told in Portland not to call police for help. Ever. Well, maybe not ever, but most times. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. All right. 911. That take that off a of speed dial if you're in Portland. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. On the text line, Bill I was here. People say that Matt Gates got with a bunch of Democrats to Alice McCarthy, but no one ever says that McCarthy got with a bunch of Democrats to fund Biden's agenda. Which one is worse? They are equally bad. Here's why they are equally bad. Because as the leader of the conference which McCarthy was trying to herd rabid cats. That's what they are. That's what the Republican conference is, a bunch of rabid cats. He should have been able to corral those cats and get them in there and get them on one page. And if he had done that, then he would not have needed the Democrats in order to do that. What McCarthy was trying to do, because he saw this as a plus, I didn't see it as a plus, but he saw it as a plus. He thought we must not let the government shut down. Now, I myself, I was just all giddy with the idea the government would shut down. When it shuts down, it ain't spending no money. And, yes, there's certain things that are going on out there, but they're not, uh, you know, they're not. I, I don't know what Biden does. I'm sure Biden wouldn't even know what actually happened. They would probably have to tell him it happened, and, he, you know, as long as he has his soft serve, he's going to be really good to go. But having said all of this, those are equally bad that we have to do that, but in the same sequence, in the same thought process, if the biggest issue I have with the Democrats today, the Democrats of the 90s, it was okay to work with them. Democrats of the 80s, it was okay to work with them. These guys here, this is a, something altogether different. They've let the mask slip out in the generations that have changed. They fully embraced Marxism, getting out there and using them. Uh, you're making a deal with the devil, and that's the issue with it. In Portland, they decided to defund the cops. Now, Defunding the cops means that you're taking away training, you're taking away, you're taking away officers, you're taking away resources, you're taking away maintenance. A lot of things goes into that. And when you hear about how many cops you've got, they're on shifts, and out of that shift, a percentage of them is are the ones actually on the road, actually on the street, actually dealing with things. So they're and they're alone. They are alone. So it's really nice. When a police officer goes out into his community to think that his community and his local government and his uh, chain of command, at the very least, have got his back. In Portland, that's not the case. They've lost more officers than they could count. They, they, they cut $15 million from their uh, law enforcement budget. One year later, they're trying to stick more money in there and try to retain the police officers. But that's, you know, okay, we see you for who you are. We, we understand which side you come down on. You're willing to let... The, the destroyers destroy things, and you're not willing to back up the cops if they have to stop that, which that's their mission. They have no, they have no obligation to me personally, but society is what they're supposed to be looking out for, and you have defunded them to the point where they can't do it. So now, now they've decided, I'm sure they're going to have Narcan uh, available for you too so like if you see a, a fentanyl overdose victim which i don't know if do they wear signs or something have like a flashing light if you see somebody on the ground i guess you can narcan them right quick and if they you know if they 
you know, if they resuscitated something, you go, I saved a life, and you don't have to call 911. But unless uh, somebody's, you know, actively stabbing you, don't call 911 in Portland. This, this, this declaration, first of all, doing the declaration like that is the same thing as putting a gun-free zone sign in your window. Some of you listening to this, and I actually, today, for the, it's, I, I think this is the first time since 2019, I'm doing the show to where I can see Mad Max Boulevard. Some of you on Mad Max Boulevard, you have the gun-free zone sign in your store, and you feel cute and fuzzy and good about it, but all you're doing is you're inviting something. You understand that, right? You get that. You're telling me, as a law-abiding citizen, I can't carry a gun in there. So for in, in if this were Portland... You guys, they would steal the door with your sign on it. They would steal everything you got that isn't tied down. If you got it behind glass, they'll just pick up the entire thing and take that with them, break into it later. That's what's happening in Portland right now today. The only problem is, they, you know, as they're making their fast escape, their fast getaway, they're having to trip over the fentanyl addicts that are littering the streets. Or maybe they're stepping in the feces and leaving footprints as they go, if it's fresh. So... You got 5,000 homeless people. I don't know how big Portland is, if Portland is as big as Greenville. Just imagine 5,000 homeless milling about. And here's the thing. This is the thing about it I don't really understand. I'll bet you in the next election, the people, the fine people of Portland, Oregon, they elect the same group of yahoos yet again. (laughs) Uh. So... And, and one thing I want to point out, while I will be talking a lot about uh, McCarthy and Gates and the House Republicans today, do not let it, don't let that be your focal point because there's a lot of things going on. The Democrats got a lot of stuff going on right now, and they love it. They love you some stuff. Portland, what does that say? Population, 641,162 as of 2021. So they got 5,000 homeless out there, but, I mean, 114,000 home or uh Migrants, illegal immigrants took down the entirety of New York City here recently. So that that might be enough to take them down. Along with all, I'm sure the criminals aren't homeless. Do you think the criminals are homeless? You think the criminals are homeless? They're wild card. Uh, I would say no. No? Probably not. I got Ghost Rider in here too. Do you think the criminals are homeless? Probably some of them, statistically. Well, they probably. There's a chance, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the ones that don't use drugs, they're probably living in a nice crib. Some of them. The, I would imagine the, Port. I would imagine Portland has a the biggest a, criminals have the biggest houses. That's right. Oh, that's true. I've seen Scarface. They're they're running the the government. Some of those criminals probably don't even know where they are. <laughs> well, I mean, the criminals that he, the criminals you're talking about do, but criminals you're talking about don't. They're just sitting around going, "Look over there. There's a nice person with things. I'll go steal them and get my next hit of fentanyl." And go down to the corner to get my can of Narcan and the free Narcan dispenser. Do, you, do either of you guys own Narcan? You got any Narcan? I don't have any Narcan. I'm not looking for any Narcan. <laughs> my COVID test expired. Oh, no. I don't know. What does that mean? So what? Anyway. If we're going to make changes, and see, right now we have this moment in the House where maybe there's going to be. See, I thought there was a moment in the House with the Alexandria shooting. I thought all of those Republicans and all of those Democrats alike would look out there and say, we are touchable. The lesson was not learned. So no change happening there and probably no change going to happen in Portland. 
probably no change going to happen in Portland. And that's that's what that's the fate that awaits all of the big cities. And if they have their way, they'll they'll, they'll try to bring it here. They'll try to bring it here. They've already got plans to try to turn uh, Texas blue. Although that's that's going to be a that's going to be a very hard road to road to hoe there, I think. But uh, they'll try it. They never give up because they play team politics. We got to get on the team politics tip, without a doubt. Without a doubt. On the text line, sounds like China's plan is working. The question becomes under under whose auspice though? Because I know I know Mitch McConnell's got got some Chinese connections, and I know. You know, Gropey Joe does. And, of course, uh, Eric Swellhead, Swalwell, Swalwell, yeah. I know he's got some. So it just depends on whose auspice we're talking about, how the China plan is working. Whatever it is, they're sitting back and they're laughing without a doubt. Although they're crying, too, because they got a lot of problems in China as well. The problem we have is the political culture. How do we change that? That's a jump ball. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Because of our emergency status that we're on right now, well, we don't have no stream. Which, I, I'm sorry, if that was your cup of tea, I, I will try to get it back to you as fast as I can. Um, the podcasts, plural, Straight Talk, Lock and Load, Gun Owners of a, Gun Owners Radio, Gun Owners, whatever it's called. The other podcast I do, <laughs> I completely forgot the name of the podcast. <laughs> I've been doing it for five years, and I forgot the name of the podcast. Now everybody's laughing at me. That's all available on the free Odyssey app. It has gun owners in the beginning of it. I don't remember what comes after it. It, it having sold us. It might, it might say with Bill Freddy as well. On the text line, on the text line, why aren't Americans concerned about how Democrats vote 100% on every issue? 200-plus individuals agree on everything all the time. This should scare the hell out of all Americans. And why don't Republicans put this out there at every opportunity? Well, the bigger question is, why don't Republicans do it? Because, see, the Democrats are playing to win. We know what their, their, their goals are pretty singular. We just want to control everything. We want to be in charge of everything, every facet, every iota, every molecule of you. We want to make sure that, one, you don't have food. We're going to start serving you Soylent Green and crickets. And then if you catch anything after 50, if you get the flu, we're going to put you down. That's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. So uh, my question is, why aren't the Republicans doing this? Now, I'll tell you one thing that you can see. Most of the people, especially the pundits, the pundits are all scratching their heads going, why did this happen? Because in the pragmatic world, what they're saying is, well, they couldn't really move anything forward anyway. And he has a a five-man or a four-man, you know, majority. It's not very big. Um, And in the interim, we've got all of this stuff going on right now that needs to be stopped. All of this extra-constitutional stuff, all this overreach, all of these alphabet agencies running around like, uh, you know, like the the Stasi's secret police. 
We've got national debt that is bursting out of the seams. We've got illegal immigration that's bursting out of the seams. We've got a lot of things going on. Why would we go this way? Now, here's where I, you know, I was of one mindset yesterday. Let me tell you what I think I'm seeing now. Um, This is what happens when things begin to get away from your control. For the Republicans, for a very long time, they've been out there saying, well, this is the way we do this, and this is the way we do this. Harumph, harumph, uh, decorum, decorum, uh, good manners, you know, we won't get that low. Okay, fine. We get it. You guys aren't fighters. Uh, the Democrats are fighters. The Democrats bring a knife to the to the arm wrestling match, which you guys should be taking a gun to, but you don't. Now I'm being asked, do we really want a party that agrees on everything? That is the epitome of socialistic government. No, a socialistic government would be one where they were told what to believe. That's what that that there's a difference. It's not a representative republic. Uh, all I'm saying is that, you know, we have we have a couple things that we could all agree that need to be reversed right now. We need to reverse the debt. It's not going to affect me and you. This is just what we're going to leave our grandkids or their grandkids. It's not going to affect me and you. What do we care, right? What do we care? Everything's okay. Everything's legal. Everything is all right. It doesn't matter what you want to be. If you want to turn around tomorrow and you want to be a footrest, will you can. If you want to be a non-binary footrest, will you can. And that's the Democratic platform. We're going to do whatever we want to do. Whenever we want to do it, we want to be in charge of everything. That's it. The Republicans are too busy not doing anything to get out there and worry about them all agreeing on something. Now, what happened, though, is you had eight Republicans that said, nope, I've had enough of this. I don't agree with their reasoning. The reason I don't agree with their reasoning is they said, we're going to do this right now. And they, they didn't know what they're going to do after they got there. That's a little short-sighted on their part. However, they got beyond the control of the establishment, and they got out there and they did something that nobody expected them to do, and it's never been done before. And right now there's a lot of people walking around that are looking at this, and they're looking, saying, well, this is, you know, this is like what Trump would have done, isn't it? Wouldn't Trump have done that? Now, Matt Gates got out there, and he won't tell anybody if he had Trump's blessing on this. And Trump, what Trump had to say about this was uh, not exactly a resounding endorsement of what happened. But uh, the political culture, the intellectual part of it, normally on the Democratic side, they got all kinds of bad plans for you. And the intellectual side of our side, of the, you know, the conservative Republican right side, uh, I'm I'm being real nice by assigning that to them because theirs is a theirs is a they're they're straddling the fence. Well, of course we want to uh, you know we want to make sure everything is constitutional and freedom and free speech and this that the other and then uh, you know and then and actually spending what we take in or less is not beyond their realm. We actually had a surplus in 1999 and 2000. In 2007, the deficit that year was $160 billion. That's valet money now. We're taking in $5 trillion. We're, taking, we're spending $7 trillion. Now, you and me, that, we would be in big trouble over this one. So the $5 trillion that we send to the government every year, that's 25% larger than the entire expense structure of the CHICOMs. 
and they serve more than 1 billion people, which probably explains why uh, the Chicoms are where they're at. But uh, the federal government has experienced massive growth in the revenue coming into their coffers over the last 30 years, largely due to capitalism. But this reckless spending... The, the debt and the deficit are caused by that spending, not by the economic cycles, not by the tax cuts. Wasn't didn't happen due to COVID. COVID in reality was the flu plus. The flu plus. For those of you that shoot guns, think of it as plus P ammo, plus P flu. That's all it was. When they do, when they get done, and we find out that the actual totals of deaths that happen in the United States is about one percent of what they told you. Remember, I told you that. So because it never really, and there was so much money spent on it as well, all these hospitals, they were making bank. What's that? He came in here and he cut his arm off and bled out. Oh, no, another COVID death. What's that? He was decapitated in a car wreck. Another COVID death. It was ridiculous. So when you look at the pathological patterns of these pundits, they're they're all up in arms about this, but I, I, I don't think they quite understand what's going on now. I, I think something has begun that they may not be able to control, and, well, I'm sort of excited about that. Have you ever heard of sologamy? <laughs> well, we go to a new, new low, a new depth with this one. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. That's actually a little too cheery for me. I need some, I need some like, you know, I need some dreadful music when I'm coming back in. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Podcasts available on the free Odyssey app. Don't cost nothing. Now then. <laughs> okay. Have you heard of sologamy? I'd never heard of sologamy. And, uh, but this is going to become the next thing. Sologamy is when you go out and you marry yourself. So on the cake, there's just you standing there. There's no groom or bride, just you in your duds. You go, get, you go through the formal ceremony. You go through all the traditional wedding ceremony between you and your partner, but your sologamy Kicks the partner out of the out of the frame. You commit to uh, you know love and cherish yourself <laughs> before anybody else, and uh, then you enjoy a reception in the arms of your guests who are congratulating you and dancing with you and dancing with yourself. The registry must be great. I'm not going to tell you what probably is coming in part of the gifts, especially for the females, but you, you, you understand what I'm saying. I can only presume. The goal of sologamy is to commit is to solidify your commitment to you, derived from this nonsense that only when you love yourself ahead of another can you ever properly love another, except this knocks the other out of there. Uh, this confuses dependency with weakness, 
marriage with bondage, and love with inequality. This will be the next big thing. This will be the next big thing. And the practice isn't legally recognized yet, but give it a minute. That, 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 that's coming up. The way things keep going, it wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't become so very soon. Anything to escalate the breakdown of traditional society by those who will benefit the most, unlike these women who are committing to sologamy. I guess it's only women doing sologamy. They consider themselves intelligent and sophisticated for accepting this ridiculous premise. This is not, how do you, okay, what happens if you grow disenchanted with you with yourself and you want to divorce yourself? How does that work? What happens if there's children in this? So who gets custody? Which part of you gets custody? This all began as feminism. And now, now it's sologamy. This is, and all of these things that I'm telling you about right here, this kind of nonsense, this, uh, this is just uh, all part and parcel to break down everything about what you got going on. <laughs> got Ghost Rider in here with his uh, Android phone. It's, it's very entertaining. Very entertaining. Is there not a silencer on, on Androids? Is that what that is? What's the point of having one if you put it on silent? That's how you know, though, that Chris Wildcard does not practice sologamy himself because he's he's quite extroverted on that. I'd say so. So that's good. I, I, I'm glad that you're not sologamous. I'm that, not sologamous. That and I know how to silence my phone. That almost sounds like I've got some sort of an issue with my bowels. What, are you sologamous? Sort of personal, isn't it? On the text line, can I deduct myself? I'm always I'm always imaging the loud arguments between the both of us. And then there's Vagogamy? Vagomi. Another one? There's another one here? What is that? And you can file your taxes married filing separately. I don't even know how that would work. The, the, you know, getting out there and starting to play that stupid game makes my brain hurt. Makes my brain hurt. But here we are. Here, 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 here we are doing it. This is just this is just part and part. I don't I would love to know who came up with this. This is when this is what happens when you get out there and science becomes uh, a living, breathing thing that you can just make it up as you go. Pretty soon I'm 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 gonna make up my own gummy. What kind of gummy would you want to have? What kind of gummy would you want to have? Like anything of anything? Of anything. Uh, I think I'd settle for like, you know, cherry or something. I'd, I wouldn't go the edible route. I would like to marry my favorite AR-15, which would make mine weapon, weaponography. It would make me <laughs> mentally ill. I can't even say it. Whatever. This is the problem. See, normal people can't go this route. We can't get out there and say, that's a logamy. That's a thing. No, it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't believe me, you're a fascist and a you're a misogynist. And you're a racist, and you're, uh, hmm, what's some other words we could think of that they throw our way? 
on the text line. It's all multiple personalities. They have a lot to choose from. <laughs> I can't say that on here. Synonym. You see that one? Synonym for, I don't need to say that on here. <laughs> but you're, it's, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. So, yeah, this is the nonsense that we're all dealing with right now. In, in the interim, while we're out there, sewing, you know, we got pundits out there saying, oh, no, what's happened to the Republicans? And we got some people going, oh, the Republicans got it going on now. And there's, in, in the interim, going to hell in a handbasket because we got sologamous practices coming up now. And while I believe, just based upon the, the name and the phrase of it, it probably should be something that has to do with, you know, irritable bowel syndrome. Apparently not. I like coming in here. I can just rant like a maniac, and nobody stops me. I, I feel like I have a sense of decorum in the, uh, in the, in the, in the bunker, but in here I just feel like I've, I've lost it all. Listen, what did you think about McHenry with his gavel pounding the other day? What, what, what did you did you see anything in his body language? This is News Talk ninety eight nine W O R D, the voice of the Carolinas. 